powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Lincoln, 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 for Bingen, for Nana, Fana, for Bingen, feet, fine, for Minkin. Lincoln. They say this cat Lincoln is a bad mother. We're just talking about Lincoln. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. You are listening to the Lincoln Ware Show, filling in for him. On this Monday morning is Raven Mundy. I am live on Facebook, so if you want to check out the Facebook Live, it is there. Um, but yeah, happy Monday morning. There's a lot to talk about in the news. It's quite a bit, actually. Not a whole lot of local news, but, you know, some other stuff to talk about. Um, how was your weekend? Mine was pretty busy. Pretty busy. Um, I had a lot going on. Just a lot of, you know, household stuff. You know, it was just the holiday. We just came back from Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving? Did y'all go Black Friday shopping? Are you planning to go, you know, Cyber Monday shopping today? Did you see some deals that kind of caught your eye? I'd love to know. I ain't got no money, so I ain't going to be spending nothing. But <laughs> let me know. Because there, apparently there was, like, this thing on, I think I, I heard Russ Parr talking about it earlier on his show. Um, there's this viral video going around on social media where this young lady is, like, I think he's in, I can't remember what store she was in. It was like Walmart or somewhere. And she was in the store and she happened to move like the sale sign. Like, you know how you, when you go in the store and they got stuff on sale, it's sitting in the middle of the aisle and then they got the sale sign like perched on top of whatever the product is. And, you know, it's supposed to be supposed to supposed to be the Black Friday sale price given and we all expect you know when you go black friday shopping that the price that you see is severely discounted from what it usually is you know even on sale for somebody on facebook live said it was target so this young lady was in target and she moved the the black friday sale sign and the regular price sign under it was the exact same price so it's caused a lot of like conversation on various social medias that i've seen where people are starting to realize Black Friday ain't hitting like it used to hit. <laughs> Black Friday don't, the sales aren't what they used to be, apparently. Like, you used to be able to get some good, good deals on Black Friday. That was the whole point of Black Friday. That's what brought people out. That's what made people act crazy in the store. It's because you could get something severely discounted. But apparently, apparently, that some of these stores is is is, you know, putting people in the trick bag and i'm not saying i'm not saying that you know i'm not taking shots at target or nothing like that but she wasn't target i'm I'm just kind of curious is this a is this a common thing i think it's a name for it i can't remember i saw somebody give it a name but i can't remember what that name was but apparently this is a thing that happens like a lot of these stores they all they do is they just change up the signage they don't really change the price they just change up the signage so you think you're getting a better deal than what you know is usually priced for but really you just paying the same price that you would have if you came in any other day it's kind of it makes you think do it not Somebody on Facebook Live said Walmart got busted too. That don't surprise me at all. <laughs> that don't surprise me at all. It definitely is a bait and switch situation, it seems like. It's unfortunate because now that people are aware of it, I, I see Black Friday sales 
not hitting the same. I mean, I don't even really know too many people who went Black Friday shopping this year anyway. Because I feel like we all collectively was like, yeah, I got bills to pay. I'm cool. So I don't even really recall too many people going Black Friday shopping this year. I've never been a Black Friday shopper. Even when I did have a little money to throw around. I've just, I'm not a, I don't like shopping. Like, I'm just not a shopper. I don't like being in stores for prolonged amounts of time. It bothers me. I'd much rather buy stuff online. The only thing I I absolutely refuse to buy online is clothing because I want to be able to try my clothes on before I buy them. But other than that, if I can get it off of Amazon or offline, I'm that's my bag. That's why I typically I circumvent Black Friday all, all the way together and, and I typically buy stuff. If I'm going to buy something today on Black on Cyber Monday, that's typically what I've done since being an adult with my own income. I don't even bother with Black Friday. I just go straight to Cyber Monday and get what I'm going to get and go on about my business. But yeah, apparently these stores are getting caught up. They're getting caught in these lies. So we'll see how that fares the next couple of years because I just don't see, I don't see people being as committed to, to going out and being in these stores on Black Friday if this continues. But yeah, if you went out and you got a sale, got a steal, or a sale or something like that, let me know. 513-749-1230. You might help somebody else. Because if I'm not mistaken, typically the same sales that you get on Black Friday, you typically can find on Cyber Monday. So even if the sale is not no longer in store, you can go online to the to the online retail version of that store and get the same deal. Maybe even a little bit better, depending on what kind of uh, promo code or whatever you find. Somebody said, when I worked at Macy's, they would raise the price, then add a percentage off. That's crazy. But again, as somebody who formerly worked at Macy's, it don't shock me at all. I, I remember I used to hate working the holidays and at a, for a retail establishment. It used to bother me because like it's already hectic because everybody is trying to do get their Christmas shopping and stuff out the way. Everybody is trying to, you know, catch whatever deal they can. People are irritated because they're spending a lot of money. And then they're comparing you know, your store's prices to other store's prices and asking you to match and all this other stuff. It's very, pray for any re- anybody you know and love that works in retail, pray for them right now because they I, I guarantee you they're going through a lot. I guarantee it. They are debating quitting right this moment, <laughs> right this very second. They are debating quitting. So pray for your, pray for your family member, pray for your friend who work in retail. They w- I, I promise you they would highly appreciate it right now. Let's get into some other stuff. It's a, it's a hard day to be a, a football fan in Ohio. Very hard day. It's been a long weekend, very long and stressful weekend. Michigan, they put the whooping on Ohio State. They kind of, they've been on a winning streak uh, lately. And they whooped, they whooped, they whooped. The, <laughs> I know I'm going to get cussed out when I get off air because my family is very deeply invested in Ohio State, like Buckeye Nation through and through. I know it was a hard day watching them get beat thirty to twenty four on Saturday. Um, it was it was a hard game, and there's a lot going on with Michigan right now. You know they got a scandal going on over there. They got some other stuff going on, but they fought through it all to get that win. Um, they say Michigan's Rod Moore intercepted Kyle McCord's wobbly pass intended for All-American Marvin Harrison Jr. at the Wolverines' 21-yard line with 25 seconds left, setting off a wild celebration 
on the home team's sideline. McCarthy took a knee. Michigan fans poured over the brick walls of the big house and onto the field, and the Wolverines were off to their third straight Big Ten title game. It's been a lot going on with them. But, yeah, I know the hearts are broken of Ohio fans, also of Bengals fans because we got whooped by the Steelers as well, which I feel like people kind of just had that. I feel like Bengals fans just kind of took this game in stride. I ain't going to lie to you. T. Higgins was out. Joe Burrow was out. I feel like we kind of marched into this game with no hope. Correct me if I'm wrong. Call me at 513-749-1230, but correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like we kind of just is, is – we're in that space. I don't know what need to happen. I don't know if we need to have another whiteout game or what, but Bengals fans is hurting right now. <laughs> we are down in the dumps. It's, it's going to be it's gonna be a, 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 a long and stressful <laughs> rest of this football season. It's going to be a hard one. Also, in local news, apparently – a woman says she was followed by a man wielding a knife near TQL. A woman is asking for people to be on the lookout after she said she was followed by a man with a knife last week. The woman, who asked not to be identified, said she was walking on Clark Street on November 18th during the morning. Someone passing by in a car yelled that the man behind her had been following her and was carrying a knife. She was like, hurry up, get inside. There's a man following you and he has a knife. I watched him watch you get out of your car. The woman who asked not to be identified says she was walking on Clark Street on the way to her daughter's home. She says, I'm almost in disbelief because it happened so fast. He was looking at me he, and he just had this cold, stern look. I don't know him from Adam that I'd felt like I'd done something wrong to him. The woman says she felt unfortunate. The driver stopped to let her know she was being followed. CPD said they received multiple reports about the incident. That's scary. And also, like, TQL is not, like, ducked off nowhere. Like, TQL was kind of, like, right right on a busy street. Now, maybe if it's, like, the back of TQL or something like that. But even then, I feel like so many cars are go, like, back there and past there. That's kind of bold. It's concerning. And this was like in the morning time. This wasn't like no middle of the night type of stuff. This was in the morning. Luckily for her, that lady was looking out. I know we we tend to like try to mind our business because we don't want to become, you know, a target of, of whatever we might be witnessing. But this is why you speak up. This is why you, you, you speak out, especially when it's like, again, I appreciate it because when it comes to women, we are very much so. We don't have a choice but to be extremely hyper aware of our surroundings. And apparently it don't matter where or what time of day, you have no choice but to be extremely aware of your surroundings. So shout out to this lady who was watching out for this other lady and, and let her know what was up. Need more of that. Love to see more of that. Also in local news. Well, actually, this is not really local, but it's something that um I found interesting because you know i went to miss iris Rowley's birthday party um a couple weekends ago and you know i was there doing a little bit of networking and meeting people and folks and trying to get you know some more folks into the studio so i could talk to folks on names to know in cincinnati and a lot of it was you know sharing phone numbers and contacts and all that stuff and apparently with this new iphone update 
there's like a very easy way to share your contact information. Apparently with the update, there's a feature called name drop. Um, and it's enabled by default with the new update. I, my phone just updated like two days ago when, when it was Miss Iris's party. Some, I, some, uh, the, the young lady that I was talking to, she had already updated her phone and was trying to do this feature with me. And I was like, I don't know what this is. I ain't never even heard of this, but apparently it's called name drop. It's similar to airdrop with airdrop on an iPhone. You can, you don't even have to do too much. You just turn on your airdrop. And then if you're trying to send like pictures or something, you choose the pictures or whatever you're trying to send. You place the phones kind of near each other. And then without having to like send it in a text message or something like that, the the pictures kind of like drop into the other device. You can only do this with iPhone. Apparently they've turned that feature into name drop where you can do this with contact information. Anyone with this feature can place their phone next to your iPhone or your child's iPhone and automatically receive their contact information. And that is the, that's what's got people worried. Cause again, with the new update, it's automatic. Like it's on, it's, they enabled it by default. So it's not something that you go into your phone and turn on for it to start working. It's automatic with the new update. And so people are concerned about the safety of their children. Cause a lot of these kids walking around with brand new iPhones and like any stranger can just like get close to them or in their vicinity and get their contact information. Police said information passed to another phone could include a picture, phone number, email address, and more. Now, to disable this feature, you got to go to your iPhone settings, click general, then airdrop, and shut off bringing devices together. Officials with Apple said the contacts won't be shared unless you choose to share your contact card and receive the other person's. Name drop will also cancel if the two iOS devices are moved away from each other or the iPhone is locked before the transfer completes. Some iPhone users who commented on the Waterton or Watertown Police Department's Facebook post said they recently updated their phone and would have never known about this feature. Me either. I had no idea. Because listen, I don't be checking all the new features when my phone updates. I don't. Like I, I if 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 it changed the interface on my phone, then I'll like play around with it. Like if it changed the way something looks on my phone or if it changes the location of something that I use all the time on my phone, then cool. I might Google it and see, okay, what's this? But I would have never like, this would have never crossed my mind. It's useful to somebody like me who does a lot of networking these days and needs to, you know, share information. But I could see how parents could be, could be kind of, you know, iffy about it, even concerned. So make sure the next time you see your child, if they ain't left for school already, make sure you you have them open the settings on their phone and turn off this feature if you don't want no issues with their contact information getting out. Got to go to this break. When I come back, I'll talk to Miss Nettie. I'll also talk about some other things in the news. If you want to talk to me, call me at 513-749-1230. It's 1230 a.m. The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Thirty a.m. The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. You're listening to the Lincoln West Show. Feeling in for him this morning is Raven Mundy, and yo Diddy is back in the news after this whole Cassie thing, which I didn't even get a chance to talk about. I don't even I don't even remember if Lincoln talked about it because it happened so quick, like it was here one day, gone the next. So his longtime girlfriend, or I guess whatever you want to call it, because people weren't even sure what their relationship status was. But for the sake of this conversation, we're going to call her his longtime girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, Cassie Ventura. Um, 
sued him in civil court with allegations of rape and abuse and just intimidation and all these things. Um, the day after she filed the lawsuit, they settled. It was very, it was all very quick. Um, she said they settled the lawsuit, but in the, you know, the documents for the lawsuit, there was a lot of like salacious allegations against him and things that she claims he made him, he made her do like, for instance, have sex with other men for his viewing pleasure. She claims that, um, he would like intimidate her or, and like abuse her and all these things, just all these things. But all that came to a conclusion the next day when they settled out of court. But that's not the end of the rope because during this whole like 24 hour period and the days following, so many other celebrities came forth with like examples and experiences that they had had in the midst of these two people of Judy and Cassie. Like, for instance, a rapper by the name of Young Jock, um, he, he claimed that he was out somewhere with one of his female friends and he was with Diddy and Cassie and they were out somewhere. Diddy saw another young lady with a shaved head and thought she looked so beautiful and turned to Cassie and was like, I want you to shave your head or something like that. Like that was, I'm paraphrasing. So I might not be getting all the details right, but he basically, he said that Diddy was the reason that Cassie shaved her head some years ago. It was, it was like a real, like, hot topic at the time I was very young but I still remember it because it was such a hot topic like she was such a beautiful girl she was always had been known for having this long luxurious hair and then one day she just popped up with the whole side of her head shaved and people were like huh why would she do that to herself she was such a pretty girl why would she according to young jock it was because Diddy had like basically asked her to do it she didn't want to do it jock said that jock said that he had a conversation with her about it and he was like are you going to do it? And she was like, well, I mean, if that's what he wants. So he was kind of alluding to the fact that he could tell that Diddy definitely had some sort of like dominant control over the relationship and the things that she did and what she wore and how she, who she was around. There was also another allegation that he blew up Kid Cudi's car, who was another rapper that um, people were saying that uh, not even people like they were like trying to date and get to know each other. And Diddy got so angry that he blew up the dude's car. Like that's been around for a couple years as well. Like so many different things that have been coming out the woodwork about Diddy and his behavior in the industry. Well, it don't stop there because there are two more lawsuits hanging above his head a week after. Um, and in one of these lawsuits, he is being named a long R&B star Aaron Hall. Now, I said to the Facebook Live, I'm not familiar with this name. Like, I've probably heard some of his music and not realized that that was the name of the guy singing the song. Like, somebody said that he was the lead singer of a group called Guy. I've heard of Guy. I can't name a song. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. But y'all got to remember, I'm 30. Like, I, the R&B I grew up on was Keisha Cole, Mary J. Blige, you know, like Rihanna, Beyonce. Like, I didn't grow up on 90s R&B. I love 90s R&B. I listen to it most of the time these days because, you know, I'm old enough now to kind of go back and listen to some of that stuff. I'm very, I love Neo Soul. Um, but I, I ain't familiar with every single 90s R&B group. And God just ain't one of those groups. Like I said, I've more than likely I've heard the music. I just didn't know who, it was, who was singing it. But apparently Aaron Hall 
and Diddy are being accused of taking turns raping this young lady who has not been identified in the in the suit. Her she's listed as John, Jane Doe. They say Diddy and Aaron Hall took turns raping her and her friend more than thirty years ago. In the New York Supreme Court filing first obtained by Rolling Stone, the anonymous woman claims she and her friend first met Diddy and Hall at an MCA Records event in New York City. The accuser also names MCA and Geffen Records as additional defendants having enabled the assailants. According to the lawsuit, Combs and Hall were very flirtatious and handsy with Jane Doe and her friend, offering them drinks throughout the night. Before the first one retreated to Hall's apartment where, quote, Jane Doe was offered more drinks and was coerced into having sex with Combs. After the alleged assault, the lawsuit continues that Jane Doe laid in bed, shocked and traumatized. As she was in the process of getting dressed, Hall barged into the room, pinned her down, and forced Jane Doe, Jane Doe to have sex with him. Doe claims that she fled the apartment and was later informed by her friend that she, too, was also allegedly coerced into sex with both men in a separate room. Days later, Doe further alleges an irate Combs came to her home and physically assaulted her, choking Jane Doe to the point that she passed out. The lawsuit claims that he was searching for Jane Doe's friend because he was worried that she would tell the girl he was with at the time what he and Hall had done to them. Reps for Combs and Hall did not immediately respond for a request for a comment. He was named in two other bombshell lawsuits um, just before the end of the Adult Survivors Act, a New York state law which authorized a one-year period where an alleged victims of sexual offenses that exceed the statute of limitations could file civil lawsuits. Again, the first of those was by Cassie Ventura. Um, and then a later week, a later that week, a second woman named Joy Dickerson Neal filed a lawsuit against Combs, accusing him of drugging and raping her when she was at a college when she was a college student in 1991 and distributing revenge porn of their encounter. Yeah, all of his dirty laundry is coming out, apparently. And again, this this is all alleged. So I'm I'm not asserting that these things are true. But you know what they say. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Every other day, Trey Songs is being sued by some woman for sexual assault. Like, there's nothing in me that believes that man ain't did something to somebody. Kiki Palmer herself, years ago, came out and said that she had a very uncomfortable encounter with that man where he was, like, being way too aggressive with her and she felt unsafe in his presence. People didn't believe her at the time. Because he wasn't facing a whole bunch of, like, sexual lawsuit allegations at that time. But in the following years, it's been lawsuit after lawsuit. I, you could probably look it up right now. He's probably facing a lawsuit right as we speak. So, I mean, like I said, where there's smoke, there's fire sometimes. I don't believe. I don't know. Just stuff like this, I don't believe that it's it's for nothing. I just don't. Now, of course, he could be completely innocent in all in all cases, and this could just be a ploy to get some get some put some hands in his pockets. That's that could very well be a possibility, but just the industry of the music industry itself just seems so depraved and so full of people who rise to certain levels of power and abuse it so easily and frequently that I can't put it past them. Now, apparently, there's a song um where Aaron Hall is sharing is 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 like there's some lyrics like Terrence Howard had to tell me because I didn't even know so what what is this song 
So it's it's called Be Afraid, and we actually play it. Oh my god, the name of the song alone. Well, actually, I'm sorry. It calls it's called Don't Be Afraid. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was gonna say that right there. I'm guilty, 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 guilty. I apologize. (laughs) It should be called Be Afraid. That's what I was thinking in my mind. It should be called. But anyway, there's uh, a verse in there where it just is very descriptive of. A sexual encounter and every time i heard this song it just makes me cringe every time i hear these lyrics like before the, even before the allegations the way before the allegations i couldn't understand why this song was even a hit but if you you want to hear it now or you want to hear it after the break after the break okay because i have to this break and then i'll come back and we'll hear the song if you want to talk to me about it 513-749-1230 we can get into it um but I'm I'm curious now. Like now I'm I'm genuinely curious because again I have no idea who Aaron Hall really is. Like I probably heard him sing on a song and didn't know it was him. So I'm now I'm very curious about these lyrics. But I'll go to this break. It's 12:30 a.m. The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. AM, 12.30 AM, The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. You are listening to The Lincoln Ware Show. Filling in for him is Raven Mundy. And um, during the break, just was talking about music and, and the state of it and the past and its history with all of this depravity and and, and just, just unhinged behavior that seems to happen in the music industry. Um and I just, I, I've always felt like for a very long time now, I was telling, I think I, was, I don't know if I said this on air or, or during the break, but what really hit me the game about the music industry was just watching all these biopics of like James Brown and, and, you know, different music artists and, and, and how in their personal lives, they were some real messed up people, some real abusive people who struggled with like all kinds of mental health and, and childhood trauma and addiction you know, and, and because of those things tended to be abusive to the women in their lives and vice versa. There was a lot of women who, who struggled with, you know, being decent human beings, but were ge- musically genius. You know, and it just it just for me, that's why I don't take it too seriously when 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 my, my respectfully my elders talk about the, the current music and the state of music today. Especially when you got songs talking about I lock the door and 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 if when you hit me it make me excited and all this other stuff like and don't don't be a, like you can say what you want to, but this has been a problem for for quite some time and it didn't just start with me and mine's. This been this been a problem for a while, but I'm gonna go back to the phones and talk to Mr. Bill. Mr. Bill, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Um, first of all, I am a funketeer. I love funk. And I love anybody that has tried to play funk, but I'm basically uh, a, do- a devoted fan of a lot of the uh, funk bands. Uh, definitely Earthling and Fire, the Commodores, Cool and the Gang, the Ohio Players, the Barcades, Cameo, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, you know, the thing is, is that none of them have cursed. None of them have used foul language. None of them has, has, has just you know, flat out, you know, uh, um, pushed the barrier, you know. And uh, they just, they, they kept it to a point to where, you know, you used your imagination. 
And the song that you played a while ago, Don't Be Afraid, that was by Aaron Hall, and that was on the Juice soundtrack. I was telling Terrence that. And uh, Aaron Hall uh, was a member of Guy. And Guy, uh, they put out three albums, Guy the Future and Guy 3, uh, all sold over 2 million copies. And um, the thing was that none of them have used any foul language and all that. Nowadays, man, it seems like, you know, you get a song and all that, and these rappers and these singers, and they got a curse. You know what I mean? I just don't understand it. It's like I was mentioning to you Saturday. But I feel like I'm much comfortable with hearing somebody curse rather than hearing somebody describe rape. I feel like I feel like when, if we're weighing the scales, one is kind of more of a priority than the other. That's just my opinion. Yeah, but why do you have to curse? That's my whole point. I mean, you know, it's... It's a thing where, I mean, you get your song bleeped off the air and all that sort of stuff. I remember when the Odyssey Brothers came out with Fight the Power. Expletives are a form of expression. That's why they are used. Yeah, but I mean, you know, this this new generation, I tell you the truth, I I think they're a crock of bull. And And I cleaned it up, Raven, when I said bull. And, I mean, you can use your imagination of what I said. You know, I could have said BS, but no, I didn't. Because, see, I, I mean, you was very, you was very clear and concise when you told Lincoln wear these nuts the other day. So, I mean. <laughs> no, no, I was just playing. I mean, that, that was just what the thing where I was said. just. I hit him with the left curve and all that. <laughs> and, I mean, he was real cool about it because he said he thought I was losing my mind. No, if I'm losing my mind, I'm losing my mind over this new generation. Man, just think that, you know, you know, they created life that, you know, we, you and I, and Terrence and all that, you know, all of us that are in our 50s and 60s, we came last and they were first and all that. Uh, you know, it's just what I mean. It, 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 it just, you don't really learn anything because, I mean, especially if you get out here in this world and all that and you, Something's going on with your phone, Mr. Bill. You use slang and stuff and everything and all that. And then the man looking at you and going like, wow, you know, who who brought him up and everything and all that. But, you know, I mean, it's just where, I mean, it, it just has to be too, oh, boy, I tell you. I, it, it just, it, it really wrecks my brain to just say that it needs to stop because, you're not learning anything. All you learn is being ignorant. You know, it's just where... Well, apparently, back in the 90s, you could learn how to rape somebody. Really? Yes, Miss, that's what we're talking about. The, these, we were discussing the lyrics of a song by Aaron Hall and, and, and how he was describing what sounded like rape. He was talking about Don't Be Afraid to Come to Me. Uh, I, I really didn't hear that. And, so when you tell a woman, when you tell a woman, when you tell a woman, don't be afraid. If if you hit me while I'm attempting to do this to you, it's just going to excite me more. Don't try to run because I've already locked the door. That don't sound like rape to you? You're right, Raven. You're right. You pushed me up against the wall. <laughs> I, I, I throw my hands up. You're absolutely right. I mean, I just, I kind of misunderstood it in a way, but, you know, I have a tendency to just, Ignore certain things, you know. It's like with the lyrics and all that. So but then, this is my advice to you, Mr. Bill. The next time you oh. hear a song from 2023, just ignore the just ignore the cuss words. If it's if it's that simple, just ignore the cuss words. But I gotta go. It's yeah, a top of the beat. 
I, gotta, I love I, the beat. I got to go to a break, Mr. Bill. All right. I appreciate the opportunity, Raven. Have a good day. You as well. I'm going to go to this break. When I come back, I'll talk to Mustafa. Because, like, if, 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 if you can just so easily ignore somebody describing sexual assault in a song, then you can ignore a cuss word. It really ain't that deep. Or you can just buy the rated E version of that same song. Most songs these days that you listen to that have curse words in them have a radio edit version to it. So just listen to that version. It's crazy to me that you draw the line of morality at profanity but not at describing sexual assault. That's just kind of, okay, if you say so. Got to go to this break. 1230 AM, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Okay, so yeah, I've definitely heard this song. It's a Lincoln West show on 1230 AM, the buzz of Cincy, your talk station. Filling in for him today is Raven Monday, and I've definitely heard this song. So I'm familiar with their music. I just didn't know, like, the name. Matter of fact, no. I have this particular song on an R&B playlist on YouTube that I made for me and Roscoe. Mind your business. But anyways, um, so I'm familiar with that song. But I don't know if I've listened to like any like other of their music. So we're going to listen to this this song that is called Don't Be Afraid. It's actually, it's not the whole song. It's just a clip of the cringiest part yeah, of the yeah, song. Yeah. So, so we're going to listen to that because people are saying that, like, if you'd have heard this song, you'd have knew something about Aaron Hall. So let's let's hear it. That's that's real rapey. That's real rapey. What is going on? And who let this who who at the label let this fly? That's there he would be canceled in 2023. Cause remember they was tripping on uh which rightfully so. Rick Ross did a song on uh did a did a verse. He's who's a rapper. He did a verse on this song called You Don't Even Know It. And in his verse, he is describing drugging a woman in the club with Molly, taking her home and having sex with her without her even knowing it. He got drugged through the mud, rightfully so, for that for that lyric. Also, remember the whole uh, Robin Thicke and T.I. controversy over the song Blurred Lines, where they were basically playing with, you know, consent. He would have been super duper canceled. In 2023 for saying some stuff. That is blatantly rapey. I, you know, to this day, and that song's been out for a long time. That's terrible. And every time I hear it, I just go, huh? Somebody said it went platinum too. That's terrible. 
I'm actually quite disturbed. I'm going to go to the phones and talk to Miss Nettie. But if you want to talk about it, call me. 5137. Why was y'all actually like jamming to this? Like, be for real. Be honest. Was y'all jamming to this in the 90s? Call me. 513-749-1230. I want to hear from you. It's 1230 a.m. The Buzz, and I'm going to the phones. Miss Nettie, how you doing? I am doing good. Greetings to you from beautiful Lincoln Heights. And thank you, Raven Mundy, for filling in for Lincoln Beware. Okay? Yes, ma'am. And thank you. And, and real Terrence Howard, thank you on the ones and twos. And I like this party. Oh, my God. I got to say this. Mm-mm-mm. All I can say is, oh, my God, I, I better go to this. Maya has a birthday on Wednesday. And I'll be calling you back, but I want to thank you for your service and everything that you're doing this week. You and the real Terrence Howard. Thank you. Okay? And this part here, the doors are locked on air. Please, spare me. Spare me. Because why would you have to lock? Like, I could see if, like, y'all had kids running around, you didn't want nobody to come in the room, but that man said, I'm locking the door so you can't get out. That's yeah, different. The doors are locked. What does that mean? Oh, my God. And P. Diddy ought to be ashamed of himself. Everybody going to get religion now. Well, I'm going to leave that alone. But I just want to say hello to you and just let you know that thank you for being there. I appreciate your comments, Nettie. All right. And I'm going to listen. I'll be listening every day, but I won't call back probably until Wednesday. Yes, ma'am. All right. God bless. God bless you, Miss Nettie. I'm going to go back to the phones and talk to Twin. Twin, how you doing? What's up, cuz? You all right? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm cold, man. It's freezing out here. <laughs> no, hey, look. I think I really want to talk to Miss Tracy, though, but your time be going too fast, cuz. You need to put some more time on the It's only a two-hour show. It's only a two-hour show. That's why I said y'all got to wake up early enough up. at 9 a.m. to get the whole <laughs> two hours. Because if you get good, you know, you get your talk on. You must have got the king of talk. You got advice from him or something, because you'll talk for an hour, then you'll go to your show. But I can't tell you how to run your show. That's your show. But if you getting good, though, I'm like, dang, man, it's two hours. Because I'll be forgetting sometimes you be on Saturday. That's how, uh, how I look on Facebook or something like that. Hey, Ray. Well, that's why I've been making, like, whatever interviews that I do, you can find it on my on my YouTube page. So I'll be man, posting. I'll be wanting to talk real. Uh, I, I understand. Talk. I understand, twin. So you, got to, you, just cool. gotta, you just gotta call early. That's it. That's all. Man, I'll be busy on Saturday. Take care of these old folks. <laughs> hey, yeah, the 90s. Hey, that was cracking back in the day. Uh, how old are you? 34, 35? Boy, I'm 30. Oh, good God almighty. Hey, my son, I'm on show. I ain't know that. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, back yeah, it was cracking like they got started, them and R. Kelly and all them. They first came out and stuff. That's when it was real live house party when all the really shoot them up, bang, bang, like it is right now. It was real live. And, and you know, a couple of them songs and stuff, I created some babies off those songs. Those were some hit songs, especially R. Kelly songs and stuff, 12 Play and all that. Because he was the first one to uh, talk uh Negroes out of, you know, eat that monkey and that thing. I hate oh to bring gosh. it up, but hey, that's when they started, you know, it was pipping and playing back then. Hey, Diddy, the Illuminati and the coat, they done with him. Reason why he paid that girl less than 24 hours, because she got so much on Diddy, he had to pay her. You think he going to let her go? No, he ain't going to let her go, because the girl know too much now. 
Man, you 19. She 19. He was, what, 37 when he started messing with her? What me and a 19-year-old go do? He was thir- do? Apparently, he was 37 and she was 19. Man, there ain't nothing but baby coon-coon and stuff. Man, ain't nobody go, what we, 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 we gonna talk about? Ain't nothing to talk about. I'm 30-something. You 19, what? It's over. I ain't about to holler at you, shorty. But, go over there. but it's also, you gotta think, too. Twin, you not looking for a woman to just be your your, your side, like your arm candy. with Because you you've gotten to this age where you've amassed all of this wealth, and you not really looking for nothing <clears throat> fulfilling in your life. What you're looking for is something cute to sit next to you when you out at these parties and to impress your homeboys and to, like, be seen with. You're not looking for nothing with no depth at at, at that height of, like, success, and at least not for a guy like Diddy, a apparently. Real, a real pimp and the player ain't going to sit down right now and hit 50 and settle down with a 19-year-old. If anything, he's going to couple when she's 25 or 30. What it look like you 60 and got a 19-year-old? What you going to do, rub your back? Do you for being gay? Ain't no way. I ain't, if you go to a real pimp or player, somebody like that, even though if they got money or not, they ain't about to sit down with no 19-year-old. What we going to talk about? You fresh out the womb to me still... And that thing ain't nothing to talk about. And Diddy now, he know the the the, the uh, Lee, they they done with him, man. He about whatever they say come to the uh, in the dark, come to the light. It's over for Diddy, man. Ain't nothing to talk. You you had Tupac murder and you had Biggie murder. Now everything the coach about to use you up. You done, man. Only one go still take take the fork is uh, Jay Z. Anything you're a rapper, you want to get on top, get on top, come. I'm hollering at Jay-Z. He the only one that you got to go this this Illuminati and rituals and everything else Diddy been doing with these boys and turning them out and everything. It's over for him. And there ain't nothing else they can talk about with Diddy. And he, he messes. He know that girl Cassie got something on. That's why he can't let her go. Hey, we hurry up and settle this. No, she knows too much. When them yeah, 10, come, 10, 10, 11 years is a long time to be with somebody and not see nothing. So she she probably knows some, she, some That's some what stuff. I'm telling you, right? He not going to let her go like that. No, he go, he go still groom her. You want some more money? Even though he gave her a little 30 million, 20 million, how much he gave. Hey, you need some more? He ain't go cuss at her. He ain't going to do nothing. Fight her nothing. Run, let him. Let his boy run trains on him. It's over for that. They was dead. He going to treat him like a queen now. Because he know if he let her go out that door, it's a wrap for him. And them people still doing their investigation. Diddy going down. He doing that little bad boy for life. Yeah, you're a bad boy for life. You had that uh, title, but you're going to be bad boy for life for them little young punks waiting for you to come up in there. Because it's over for him, man. Once they use, use their rituals and go through that Illuminati stuff and everything, it's over. I hate to say it, but it is. All right, Ray, Ray, I ain't going to hold you up, cool. All right, twin. I appreciate right, you calling. You too. Got to go to this break. I said it before and I'll say it again. The music, the music industry is so corrupt. Like, even before the 90s, like, I just, like, I'll tell you what did it for me. Watching a lot of these, like, biopics about, like, James Brown and Marvin Gaye and, 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 uh, what's the one guy's name who, uh, what is his name what is that man's name but like he he, apparently he married somebody or he slept with somebody's wife and then married her after he after the guy died or something like that i can't remember that man's name but he guess he makes some good music but like it's 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 always been a thing within music for some of the most depraved humans with with musical with genius level musical talent 
have some of the most corrupt and, and messed up like insides. Is that what it takes to make good art to be a a, a, a messed up individual on the inside? Because if you look at the music industry, that's what it seemed like. It's terrible. I, call me. I want to talk about it. Somebody was uh some uh, people on the Facebook Live mentioned a Rick James song called Seventeen, which already gives ain't got no business singing this. But then y'all want to jump on me and my generation for the stuff that we sing and, and talk about, which ain't I, ain't I ain't saying that it's any better. But I don't hear nobody outright like promoting like pedophilia and rape. Like I don't hear like again outside outside of the example that I've given, which is that Rick Ross verse on You Don't Need No, which came out like almost ten years ago or something like that, and then that Blurred Line song, which came out I think about the same amount of time ago but like that's just not something that i hear a lot now of course there is the hypersexuality and the violence and all the thing and all of those things which do still indicate that there is a problem within the music industry but flat out just bragging about rape and and, and pedophilia okay y'all can claim music was better back in if you want if you want to <laughs> I'm going to go to this break. It's 12.30 a.m. The Buzz Cincinnati, your talk station. a.m. The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. You're listening to the Lincoln Ware Show. Filling in for him is Raven Mundy. I was like kind of shocked to hear some Christmas music, but it is that time of year. It's basic. I mean, it's after Thanksgiving. So I guess at this point we're allowed to play some Christmas music. Lincoln Ware would have would have had a, had a aneurysm if I had to start playing it the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> so i'm glad we wasn't in because that show was my plan but yeah it's about that time we can go ahead and play some of these christmas music joints um which by the way what are what are what are what song is the official song for you that signifies okay it's christmas time let's go ahead and take a vote right now what is your what is your official okay it's christmas song i know i know a lot of people gonna say uh, I, I I got a few of them in my mind. I know a lot of people is gonna say this Christmas. They gonna say Temptation, Silent Night. Some people might say Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you. I'm 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 thinking those are like the top three contenders. But what song says Christmas is here to you? Call me five one three seven four nine one two three zero. Because I don't think I've ever even heard that one. What what was that one? Terrence Howard. Okay. I'll have to add that to my Christmas playlist. I don't really have too many because I'm not a, I'm a church, like I'm a church Christmas song type of person. All the Christmas music that I listened to growing up and sung growing up was came from the church. Like Silent Night and, and uh, uh, Mary Did You Know and, and stuff like that. And so I don't really have too big of a music Christmas music repertoire, but I know a few little some somethings. Like I said, I know this Christmas. That Temptation song, Silent Night, or their rendition of Silent Night, and um, you know Mariah Carey because it goes she she makes millions of dollars every year because it's everywhere you look during Christmas time. So I'm just curious what what is your Christmas song? 
Um, call me 513-749-1230 is the number to get on board. Before I go to the phone and talk to Mustafa, I want to get another story out. So let me see. Let's see. Okay, yeah, I want to talk about this. Um, so you know, Beyonce's film about her Renaissance tour just came out. It just premiered. And in the film, it's basically like a documentary of, you know, her her Renaissance World Tour. And she she stars in it. She produced it. She is the director. And she's also like she's she's doing the voiceover for the film. And in the film, she talks about uh, how um, Blue Ivy became sort of part of the tour. She says that. um, She says that uh, that Blue was affected by some of the online critiques of her dancing, especially in the early stages of the performances. She explained that her 11-year-old read negative comments about her dancing after her first surprise onstage appearance and became determined to prove any naysayers wrong. From that moment, the preteen devoted herself to working on her dancing, using the critiques as motivation to keep going. Now, she said she wasn't like she really at first when Blue Ivy asked her to join her on stage. She said she didn't want to. She said she said no. Um, And so when she finally relented, because, you know, that's baby girl. And, you know, it's, it's something about, you know, when we, I don't have no kids, but I got nieces and nephews and I'm just, I'm, I'm probably like the soft, I'm probably going to be a soft mom. I'm not going to lie to you. Like in certain instances, I'm probably going to be a soft mom because I am such a soft auntie. When my babies ask me for something and I have the ability to give it to them or do it for them, I'm going to make it happen. Like I'm just that auntie. If you, if you, if you bring your kids to, to auntie Ray Ray, and they are with Auntie Ray Ray for the day. Be prepared for your babies to come back home with some money in their pocket, if I got it, a new toy, and an experience to share. Because I just, I love loving on my babies. So uh, more than likely, I'll be that kind of mom. And I can, I get, if, if my baby asks me, mommy, can I, can I please, please, mommy, can I please? And it's not nothing that's going to take away from their schoolwork or, you know, disrupt any kind of schedule or behavior that I'm attempting to instill in them, then okay, cool. I, I, I want to protect you because I know how the general public is, but you my baby and I'm, and I'm, I'm your shield. So if, if you feel like you are strong enough to take the heat, then okay, I'll let you come do it. So that's more than likely how that came about. She said initially it was only supposed to be for one performance where blue Ivy came out and kind of did the dance moves. But um, after, you know, she she kind of did that first surprise performance. People were shocked to see it, um, but also supportive because, you know, it's kind of like dope to see somebody like a Beyonce have her child come on stage and perform with her. Because, you know, ever since Blue Ivy been born, people have been talking about what she looked like, what she going to be when she grow up, all this other stuff. People are hoping that she becomes a Beyonce 2.0 and all this other stuff, which she just might. You never know. But people have had things to say about this child since she got here. Like, literally, just before she got here, when everybody was claiming that Beyonce wasn't really pregnant and her, she was wearing a fake be- belly and all this other stuff. Like, people have had things to say about this child since she got here. So, her and, because uh, Jay-Z did that um, that interview with Gail King not that long ago where he expressed that, you know, he was also apprehensive about having her on stage because he knew the criticism that she's been facing since she was born. So as parents, you kind of want to protect your kid. But at the same time, you are celebrities. Y'all are in the public eye. Your child is forcibly in the public public eye because you all are. And you like taking your kid with you to go do stuff. So people going to talk. So I guess in that moment, she made a parent, uh, uh, a mother, 
you know, a decision as a mother to have her child coming, you know, if this is something that you really want to do, then okay, we'll make it happen. It was only supposed to be for performance and she did get that criticism, that feedback of, of, you know, people disliking it or whatever, whatever. And instead of letting it break her, she allowed it to mold her. She allowed it to be her motivation to come back stronger, better, faster, stronger, all of that good stuff. And she's been doing pretty good. If you see some of the the later um, performances that Blue Ivy's done on the tour, she has really, like, improved and she kills it every time. So it, I just want to share that because it was something that I felt was like, it was important to talk about. Black girls get so much criticism in general. But imagine being a black girl who is, you know, born to such superstar parents that from the moment, from before you even born, people are talking about you and trying to put a guesstimate on your life and what you might look like and all this other stuff. Like people have been talking about her since before she got here. She don't have no choice but to be a strong little girl. And I'm glad that instead of letting a, whole, a bunch of grown adults on the Internet tear her down and destroy her confidence, she decided, OK, cool, I'll take it. And then I'll and then I'll, 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 you know, strengthen myself. I will refine myself. I will practice harder. And when I come back to the stage, y'all going to recognize what's really up. I love that for her. But I'm going to go to the phones and talk to Mustafa. How you doing, Mustafa? Hey, you know, celebrity kids are annoying. I wish they'd leave them at home. <laughs> Why do you but say that? Why do I say that? Because I come to see whoever's on stage, not your kids. Leave them at home. Let them play at home. Beyonce was on you stage know? with her daughter. You didn't miss I'm no sorry? Beyonce time. You didn't, they didn't, people who went to the Winter, the Renaissance tour didn't miss no Beyonce time by Blue Ivy being next to her on the stage? No, please. Celebrity kids, like I said, are annoying. But nevertheless, let me tell you this P. Diddy story. I was uh, I was managing an artist, up and coming comedian, and uh, they did a show with P. Diddy, and P. Diddy took advantage of him. But I had reminded the brother I was working with that you got to bear in mind because these people can sing and dance don't mean they're good people. You always got to be on point, be on guard, and remember the word no. That's one thing women have to remember when these men try to take ownership of them. Simply say no. That's all. You if know, only, if only a no stop actually stop somebody from doing something. Well, no will stop you from going to the hotel. No stops you from signing the contract. No stops him from invading your space and putting you in a position that you even have to say no. You have to take control of the relationship. Don't allow because a guy got some fame and potentially some wealth to be dominant over you. He put his pants on one leg at a time. You know, he's a human being. So you always have to remember, look, no, that's not where we're going, Mr. P. Diddy or whoever. Mike Tyson or any of these guys that are, that are bad actors outside of the stage that they perform on. That's one of the things we have to remember. And the same thing goes with female celebrities. You know, we have to look at their character opposed to whoever we see they are on stage. Because outside of that, they're an individual who have human frailties. So we must always keep that in mind. But you just sat up here and said that you don't like celebrity children. So what is it? Like, why, why is there only a certain level of humanity reserved for 
certain people within the industry. You you have a certain level of humanity for actual celebrities, but their children, you just don't extend that at all? Well, the point I'm making is this. If I come to see Deontay perform, leave the kids at home. I'm not, I don't want to see them. I want to see you. But you don't miss anything by having her, like, that's what I'm trying to explain to you. Those fans who went to those shows didn't miss anything by having Blue, it ain't like she put Blue Ivy on stage and then just walked off. She was just standing next to her. I don't care. Leave your kids at home. If my mailman, who who, who I pay as a taxpayer to come deliver my mail, and he pushing a stroller, what the hell are you doing out here with a stroller? Why would you even care? As long as your mail is getting delivered, why would you even care about something like that? Wait a minute. If you a singer... Come sing. Leave your children at home. Yeah, you are crazy. You might just have a screw loose, Mustafa. I ain't going to lie to you. You might just have a screw loose. Put the blanket over his baby. You don't want nobody to see him? Leave him at home. So That's I'm just not supposed to ever it. travel with my child ever. Say that again? So he was just never supposed to travel with his child ever. Yeah, but don't bring him on stage. I'm not paying to see a uh, blanket. I want to see Michael Jackson. I don't want to see Boo Boo Ivy or whatever her name is. I care less about. So you were one of the people who was online criticizing this child. This child. I, look, She's 11 years old. This child. Leave the long heads at home. That's what I say. Leave little blue pink. Her name is Blue Ivy, Ivy and you know that. What, her her, her name is not hard to pronounce dot. or say. Her leave name is Blue Ivy. Look, leave little foo foo polka dot. Who's so disrespectful? Really? I appreciate I your call, Mustafa. I appreciate your call. Yeah. I got to go to a break. <laughs> like, why would that bother you? I don't, I never understood that. As long as the job is getting done, why would it bother you? Who actually has the time to be upset? You don't even see your mailman most of the time. You just know that your mail gets in your mailbox because somebody came and delivered it. How would you even know whether or not your mail lady or your mailman had a baby on their hip when they was putting mail in your mailbox? Like, why would you care about that? Am I missing something? <laughs> Am I missing something? That sounded like a troll call. It just sounded like someone that wanted to aggravate you. Probably. Because cause that just didn't make no sense to me. Maybe I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Call me. I want to know. 513-749-1230. I just like as long as the job gets done, why do you care that much about whether the kid is present? Unless, of course, that kid was, you know, being put in some kind of danger or something. Like, remember, remember, and I'll go to this break, but remember the story about, you know, the lady who was door, who was door dashing and she left her child, her, her like, month, couple of months old baby in the back seat, in a car seat, and then the car got stolen. She was out door dashing. Now, see, that, that's an issue because you put your child in danger. So in a situation like that, okay, cool, that makes complete sense. Don't have your kid in the car while you out making deliveries and you, you leave that car, that child in the car by themselves when you get in and out the car. That's different. Then my mail, my mail lady, like being with her kid while she delivered my mail. Why would I care about that? As long as my mail get delivered. As long as she's not leaving that child in harm's way. Like that sounds absolutely nuts to me. But anyway, I'm going to this break. It's 1230 AM. The buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station.
1230 AM, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. You are listening to the Lincoln West Show. Filling in for him is Raven Mundy. I'm going to try to get into some more news. But first, I'm going to go to Mr. Gary because he said he got a favorite Christmas song that he wanted to share. How you doing, Mr. Gary? I'm doing fine, Raven. How about yourself? Doing pretty good. Uh, James Brown, uh, Santa Claus goes straight to the ghetto. Oh, okay. I've heard I'm of that. I'm old school. That's, so that's that's the song that when it come on, you say, oh, yeah, it's Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I'm going to have to listen to that one. Maybe um, Terrence Howard can play that when we come back from the break. Oh, okay. Thank you, Raymond. You have a great day. You as well, Mr. Gary. I appreciate your call. Um, I'm going to go back to the phones and talk to Esteban. How you doing today? Raymond, I'm fantastic. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. Good, good. Hey, uh, the uh, Christmas song, Nat King Cole, I mean, that's traditionally, no matter what culture or race or anything, you know, that when you hear that song, that marks the beginning of, of Christmas. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of it, but I can't catch it. <laughs> Nat King Cole, the Christmas song. The Christmas song. Yeah, I've probably heard up. it a million times and just classic. can't remember it because it's been so it's been probably a year since I yeah, heard it last. But but but, but that, that that song definitely marks beginning of, of Christmas. Okay. Well, at least for our generation, my generation. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll it, see it if we got it so we can play it for you. Crosses cultures also. It's iconic. But I, I wanted to ask you about something else, if if I may. Sure. Go this, ahead. Uh, um, I know we're talking about the music industry and we're talking about the culture of the industry. Mm-hmm. And I guess this P, P. Diddy thing that just happened recently, I guess he settled with this young lady out of court. Mm-hmm. And um, I, saw, I was told, I, I didn't see it myself, but, you know, I guess now they're removing some of his uh, products out of Macy's and companies like that. And um, what I was going to ask you, some of these things, uh, I think they even accused uh, Jamie Foxx. Well, let, let me back yeah. up. Let, let me give you a little background on what, what, what's going on with this. Uh, Holcomb, the governor, current governor of New York, he came in and revised uh, the uh, law of statute of limitations mm-hmm. on people of sexual abuse. So they, she extended that for anyone that wanted to file a claim against someone. And uh, so that's what happened. I think Cassie was the lady that was involved with the P. Diddy situation. But yeah. ever since then, you had a rash of people coming forth. Saying things happened to them 20, 30, 25 years ago, 18 years ago, stuff like that. Which mm-hmm. This time, it's very little you can prove anything like that. But the fact that when P. Diddy did what he did, he paid off Cassie for her situation. So you have now people are seeing that there's an opportunity to secure some financial uh, reward by just coming in and filing these charges. And uh, the whole music culture, as you had mentioned earlier, it's always been about sex. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, and that sort of thing. And uh, But to have people, and I'm not talking about children, I'm talking about people of age coming forth, claiming these allegations that happened many, many, many years ago that are kind of unprovable. And I just wanted to get your your opinion on that. What, on these women coming forward? Yes. 
Um, I'm not mad at it. Like, I, I, I think that, you know, with everything, there is a chance that somebody will try and abuse the system as you as you you know described uh, to just trying to get a get a payday but that's the yeah. risk you take when you when you are somebody who is a who amasses a certain amount of wealth that's the risk you take when you when you amass a certain amount of wealth when you make yourself accessible to these kinds of people who want to take advantage of you and your wealth that kind of come with the territory so you, that's why you make sure you keep a good lawyer on retainer and you make sure that you are careful about the things that you partake in when you are out at these industry parties and, and with events with people and all of this stuff. You have to make sure you go the extra mile to take those protections for yourself. If you um, are somebody who is not out here doing the things that you're being accused of, you it's, it's kind of unfortunate, but it's kind of on you to, to make sure you're taking the proper precautions to protect yourself so that if somebody do accuse you of something, that you can prove your innocence. It's unfortunate, but with everything that else that exists, you have to be vigilant about protecting yourself in every aspect. Yeah, and and I know understand why these laws are in place. I think they're trying to correct past sins that you know people have been abused that they didn't have a voice at that time. The law prevented them, and a lot of that once again it comes back to kids. And I still consider an eighteen-year-old still a kid. You know, particularly when it comes to those kind of industries. I mean, maybe, but, you know, like, you know, brain development wise, because they say you don't even mature until you're 25 in your brain. But, you know, legally, unfortunately, the raw, the, the, the law of the land rules. So if you are 18 and up, you are technically considered an adult in the United, in the United States. So, I mean, it, it, it do get tricky. I, I don't I didn't disagree with uh, who's that I was talking to earlier. Um, What's that? I can't remember. My memory is so terrible. But but I was talking to a caller earlier who said that it was twin. Um, that what interest would a thirty seven year old man have in a nineteen year old anyway? But like I said, you this is not just your average thirty seven year old man. This is a thirty seven year old P Diddy who was at the height of his career, prime time making hits after hits after hits. He had access to all kinds of women and and you know experiences afforded to him via his wealth and his in his you know connections like this is not your average 37 year old guy so you're not necessarily looking for the same thing that your average 37 year old guy is looking for which might be you know some kind of stability or somebody to make a life in a home with that man looking for a good time he looking for somebody to entertain him on his downtime he's not looking for somebody who was going to actually like hold him to a certain standard of of what cause, and you're 19 years old so what kind of standards would you actually expect for a 90 year old girl to hold you to because she's still green she don't really know too much of nothing she ain't experienced too much of nothing to even know what kind of standards to hold a 37 year old man to that's why you go for a 90 year old girl because you know that it's going to be easier than dealing with that 37 year old woman who done lived some life and who done had some experiences and who gonna hold you to a certain standard that you ain't gonna be able to you ain't gonna be able to keep up with her and and, and what she want from you if you looking for a good time well I, you know I, I think culturally though it, it it does you know from a I guess a, you know, men are always have been historically looking for some, I, I don't want to say someone virtuous or virgin or anything like that. But, but I know what you mean. Like it's like men have always been attracted to, to younger, younger women. women because of yeah. the, per, the perceived, you know, I guess, I think it has a little bit something to do with like a perceived level of, of purity and she yep. in in and innocence and yeah, stuff like that, which, you know, that has its own um <laughs> you know, it has its own thin line because when you start talking about purity and innocence, it's also starting to sound a little juvenile, if we're gonna be honest. That's, but that's, that's I get correct. what you're saying. 
Yeah, but you know, at, at, at times though, I mean, what is what is the legal age of marriage? I think in Ohio, I think it might be with consent of parent, somewhere about maybe fourteen, thirteen, fifteen, something, something like that. So, I mean, but those elements have always exist. And at one time, you know, when this company country was developed, people had to populate the country. So they, you know, as soon as a, a, a girl, you know, was of age that she could, you know, bear a child, it, it was legal to enter in some sort of marriage or relationship mm-hmm. with that child. And it had its purposes at that day. But I don't, I, I, I still say, even though the laws have changed and there are laws, but still, some of those laws are still on the books that, you know, with a consent of a parent, you can still marry someone under 18 years of age. This is true. In many, in many states. And and then especially in the Mormon states like Montana and all of that, they, those young girls are getting married very young. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah but anyway, I, I think everyone deserves, regardless of your status, whether you're celebrity or not, you deserve due process under the law. Even someone know. like a, a Donald Trump, I think this E. Jane Harrell, I think, accused him, and he got a judgment on that. But, mm-hmm. you know, that was like 30 years ago, and the only proof she had is that she called her, her girlfriend and told her about it. She can't remember the year, it happened, what day it happened, when it happened, and I just, as a man myself with sons and things like that, I just am uncomfortable with the way the law is just going in because you do have due process. But I mean, you, you also got to think right that these newer laws, accuser, you also and have now you can file these charges and you can remain anonymous. But you also have to, to take into consideration that the, the reason that these newer laws have been put into place is because there have been too many instances of women not being able to, through the law, receive justice. So it's it's kind of like a catch-22. Do you want for women who have been victims of assault to receive justice? Or do you want for those women who rightfully so should be able to seek justice, not be able to do so because the laws don't support their ability to do well, so? Well, well let's, let's back that one up. Let's back that one up. The law was originally in place to protect children, you know, who could not speak up for themselves. And so over time, you know, as they became... What, what law are you referring aware, to? Uh, that, that, they gave, ...that gave them the opportunity. But when it comes to grown-ass women, educated women, you know... Are, women are you saying age, that, women like, grown women can't be taken advantage of sexually? Well, I'm saying is that you are if someone abuses you you're not a child you why should it matter if you're a child are. or not if somebody's so, abusing you but the point the point i'm making is if you are a woman a grown-ass woman you do you are educated the professional woman i heard you the first time i'm just saying i don't have as much latitude for someone like that because you're educated you know the law, what you love age, you know, you can understand the consequences of these. A child can't. So I understand that part of it. But, yeah, I, I you know, I kind of, you know, kind of wonder. And most of it is about money. Let's just get back to the heart of the matter. It's not looking for some mm-hmm. sort of criminal justice at this point. It's about this person has a lot of money. This is an opportunity for me to get some. And, unfortunately... 
people and women like that, and men too, because that, that happened to Lizzo, if you remember. You know, they accused her of doing a lot of stuff. So, like you said, anybody that has money is vulnerable to these sort of allegations. And people have to take that into consideration as well. I feel like you should That's only be I'm really worried about it, though, if somebody can prove that you did something to them. And if you ain't did it, they can't prove it. So, I mean... But- but you're but you're you're guilty in the court of public opinion. But who cares that, about that, the court that, of public opinion if, on record, you have been you've not been you know what I'm saying? Like the court of a public opinion is one thing, and it does have certain consequences that come with it. But if you know for a fact that you have not done what you're accused of, it does not matter what the court of public opinion thinks of you. Yeah, yes, it does because it used to be a time you had to prove this in court. Uh, some of these cases, lawyers would not have taken years ago. Because you have to have proof, as you just said. But the way the, the Me Too movement has started this, that you know they have lessened the obligation of the plaintiff to actually have the, the burden of proof. I disagree. You, you have to the law is the law. The it. Me Too movement was to shed light on women whose stories were being told and where they were not receiving justice. I don't think that had anything to do with the laws that were already on the books that women were able to use to seek said justice. Like, I, I think you kind of confusing two concepts. You're confusing the fact that yes. the, the quote unquote court, court of public opinion changed the laws. And I don't think that's accurate, but I got to go to this break. It is. Well, let me, let me share this. I, I, I can't, I got to go to a break. I'm real late. Okay. All right. Thank you. I All appreciate right. your call. Yeah. It, it just sounded like to me to Esteban that you just genuinely don't believe that a woman who is by your words, grown and educated and a professional can be taken advantage of sexually. Like you just don't believe that that's like a thing. And I, I, I feel like that's kind of, I'm going to leave that where it is. If you want to call me, call me at five one three seven four nine one two three zero. That is the number to get on board. And I'm going to go to this break. It's 1230 AM. The buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Twelve thirty a.m. The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. You are listening to the Lincoln Ware Show. Filling in for him is Raven Monday on this good Sunday, or not Sunday, but Monday morning. Are y'all still eating on them Thanksgiving leftovers? If you are, throw them away. It's Monday. Throw them, throw them leftovers away. Ain't nothing you can make out them leftovers on them on a Monday. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's four days later. Go ahead and let them let them leftovers go. Just gonna, you're going to make yourself sick, and I don't want you to be sick, so just let them go. Throw them away. If you're still eating chitlins now, eh. Thanksgiving chitlins. Eh. You, you might, were supposed to stop eating the chitlins the day after. I hope you have insurance. You were supposed to stop eating them the day after, because I ain't mad at no chitlins. I used to eat chitlins when I did eat meat. I used to eat some chitlins. I haven't had them since I was like a kid. But, you know, they wasn't that bad. I trusted my grandma. She, I used to watch her, although the whole house smelled like pigs' anus. But I used to watch her clean them and 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 wash them and cook them. She was very thorough in her process, which is why I trusted it. But like, I ain't, I'm, I'm not. Them, them chitlins didn't last but a day, maybe two, maybe two. After that, just you just throw it away. Throw it away. We're done.
It's done. I'll give you this. About the only thing that you should still be eating is maybe some turkey. It's probably dry, real dry by now, but I'll give you that. Maybe you could still be eating off a little bit of turkey. Make you a turkey sandwich and go on about your business for the day. But the rest of it, all of them sides and stuff, don't go ahead and throw it away. And it ain't got no place in your kitchen for the rest of for until you go because you're gonna have to remake that stuff in a couple weeks anyway. So just go ahead and throw it away. Make room in the kitchen, make room in the refrigerator. So that you can start making your your Christmas dinner. Jeez Louise. I'm gonna go to the phones to talk to sister. She got a Christmas song for us. How you doing today? <laughs> Good morning to you, Raven. Good morning. <laughs> you are absolutely right. Let's clean out the refrigerator. Please. Please. Let's throw all that stuff away today. Please. <laughs> <laughs> because in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have to do it all over again. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, I want to say uh, this song is called Oh Holiday Raven hmm. by the Sounds of Blackness. Have you ever heard it? I have not. I'll have you- to look that up because I love the Sounds of Blackness. I used uh, Optimistic for um, my show opener on Saturdays. I want you to find it, Raven, and listen to it. I promise you, you shall sing it word for word. It's called Old Holiday, and it's by the Sounds of Blackness. Okay. I'll listen to it, Miss Sister. Raven, make it a great, 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 great day, all right? Yes, ma'am. Smooches. I'll talk to you later. Bye, baby. Bye-bye. I think that was Sister Regina, if I'm not mistaken. Um. But yeah, she said uh, a song called this, by the Sounds of Blackness called Old Holiday. I'm about to look that up. I wonder if we got that over there. I think it's called Soul Holiday. Holiday. Oh, oh Soul Holiday. Okay. I'll have to listen to that. I'll have to add that to the playlist. I'm going to go back to the phones. Ms. Akia, how you doing? I'm, I'm just sitting here laughing because I think, and I've always thought that titlins were not meant for human consumption. A lot of people feel that way. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, my brothers would get mad at me because I would say, but do you understand that that's the part of the hog where the poo-poo went through there? <laughs> and that's that smell. And, like, there's some residue from the poo-poo that you're putting into your body. And they would go, so, I don't care. And if they put the hot sauce or the ketchup on there. And the cold slaw, it's like, oh, yeah, just nasty. But, you know, to each his own. But, uh-uh. I mean, no, if, I feel like if you baby, eat. No, no, no. I feel like if, yeah. you, if you are willing to eat, if you're willing to eat eggs, which is none other than unfertilized egg embryo, is a byproduct. If you are willing to eat, if you are willing to drink cow's milk, which is a animal byproduct, which is not even meant for human consumption. We our bodies are not even meant to drink milk. My mother did to me that messed up my my mind about the eggs. I thought she had six teeth and eggs that morning, but no, it was scrambled eggs with hog braids. And as soon as I touched it, my tongue touched. I'm like, there's something wrong with this, and I can't eat eggs anymore. It's like. But you put the brains of that hog into my eggs, and now I'm all <laughs> Yeah, your mama up. set you up. I ain't gonna lie, Miss Kid. She set you up. She should at least yeah. say something. She set you up. <laughs> but you know, from Georgia, 
You know, yeah. they raised yeah. all the animals yeah. and stuff. And my grandma yeah. is good for eating some some like animal like organ. Like she liked organ meat. She she grew up in yeah, Alabama, yeah. and she like really enjoys like stuff. chicken liver and chicken gizzards and and. Oh, and it has the, mo- the the most terrible taste to it, but she in- thoroughly enjoys it, and like it's just country eating. It's country country cooking, country eating, and so yeah. Chitlins was about the only country eating that I kind of picked up from her because I can't do organ meat. It's just disgusting. Uh, yeah, and but Chitlins, you know, the thing about that, it's that's the part of the hall where all of the poo poo. Goes through there, oh God, and it's like sometimes it. it's, it's if that hog is constipated, it may sit there for a while, you know. So it's like, oh God, that's ugh. <laughs> no, baby, no, 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 can't do it. Mm. I, 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 <laughs> I get where you're coming from. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oh, and you know, and speaking of which, and I love the memory of my mom, please come home for Christmas. That was like her one of her favorite songs at Christmas time. Who's that by? A Charlie somebody. I don't know. It's please come Charles home Brown. for Christmas. It's not for Christmas by New Year's night or something like that. I think uh, yeah. Terrence Howard said it's by Charles Brown. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and she would play that and sit on her fantasy and be all off into another world. Mm-hmm. But she'd be cooking. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. All yeah. right, Ms. Zaki, I got to right, go to sweetheart. this break. All righty, I appreciate your call. Talk to you soon. Talk to you later. Got to go to this break. Yeah, I, I just... Chitlins was not like as a of course you're kind of disgusted as a kid, but they also don't give you all the information as a kid either. To because 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 girls be doing stuff like that, like they be trying to make you try stuff without giving you all the details. So when I think about it and how Zakia mom like put hog brains in her eggs and didn't tell her, makes sense. It's on brand because that's what grown ups do to kids. Y'all be feeding us stuff and not telling us what it is because you want us to eat it. So I get it. See, a very important question is how do you know this hog wasn't constipated? <laughs> Before you, before you got these chitlins out of here. Hey, man, I ain't going to lie. If I was still eating meat, Zakia might have converted me to stop eating chitlins with that call. Because she just kept saying, you know, that's where the poo-poo come from. Yeah, you might have did something there. Zakia. <laughs> I'm going to go to this break. It's 1230 a.m. The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Twelve thirty a.m. The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. You're listening to the Lincoln Ware Show. Filling in for him is Raven Mundy. And am I am I supposed to be reading these? What is that? The uh, liners for what? For who's who and stuff the bus and the Columbus R&B experience. Am I am I supposed to be reading these? I'm pretty sure the stuff the bus you are. Okay. Now, I don't know about um, the Columbus experience. Is that a giveaway that we're having or what's going on with that? 
I'm going to just let Lincoln read that when we come back because I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that one. But okay. I will talk about Stuff the Bus because it's for a good cause. Um, Radio 1 in Cincinnati is partnering with the Metro sort of company presented by Anthem. We are presenting Stuff the Bus. Help us fill a standard size Metro bus with non-perishable food items to give to families in need this holiday season through the Free Store Food Bank. Here's how you can help. All you have to do is drop off donations at one of our Kroger Stuff the Bus drop-off events. The very first one will be this weekend, December 2nd, at Kroger Marketplace in Colerain Township. The address there is 3636 Springdale Road, Cincinnati, Ohio, 45251. That's the very first one. Um, just come, like, like, like I said, dropping off some non-perishable food items. Um, the next one will be at the Kroger Dent on Harrison. That's 5910 Harrison Avenue, zip code 45248. And then the third one will be December 16th at Oakley Kroger. That's 4613 Marburg Avenue, 45209. Donations will be accepted in the lobby of this building as well here at 705 Central um, at Radio 1 Cincinnati. We are taking those donations right here from Monday through Friday, 9.30 a.m. till 5.30 p.m. Again, that is non-perishable food items, and they'll be distributed to families December 18th through the Free Store Food Bank, which is located at 3401 Rosenthal Way, and it'll be while supplies last. Help us make a family's holiday a little bit brighter with Radio 1 Cincinnati's Stuff the Bus in partnership with Metro Sorta, presented by Anthem and our on-site donation host, Kroger. Yeah, let's 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 go ahead and make sure that we are if we can afford it, if you can afford it, you know, just just do something nice for a family in need this holiday season. It's it's for a good cause. And chitlins will be considered a perishable item, so don't bring chitlins. <laughs> yes, do not pull up the Kroger with no chitlins. If you're gonna bring food, make sure it's like a canned good, something like that. Don't bring no chitlins. But um yeah, gonna go ahead and get into some more news. Um, somebody did mention as we were talking about Diddy and Cassie and his following lawsuits, Jamie Foxx. This man just can't catch a break. Um, as previously as previously reported, a an unnamed woman filed a lawsuit against the actor. Um, Wednesday, this was like a couple of days ago. So this was last week. Um, last Wednesday, claiming Fox allegedly touched her inappropriately when she and a friend asked for a photo. The actor's team is denying the allegations. A spokesperson for Fox spoke with Page Six and said the alleged incident, quote, never happened. Also adding that the woman who filed the lawsuit tried the same thing back in 2020 and the case was dismissed. In 2020, this individual filed a nearly identical lawsuit in Brooklyn. That case was dismissed shortly thereafter. The spokesperson continued to allege that the claims are no more viable today than they were then. We are confident they will be dismissed again. In conclusion, he shared that the actor is planning to take legal action against the woman. Mr. Fox intends to pursue a claim for malicious prosecution against this person and her attorneys for refiling this frivolous action. And I, and I, I feel like that's kind of the answer to, 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 you know, what Esteban was attempting to put forth. If you know you ain't did something and somebody's accusing you of, of something and, and is trying to get some money up out of you via this accusation, that's how you handle that. You keep a good lawyer on retainer. And you seek your own form of justice. You are not your own form, but you you go through the proper routes to to seek justice for that false accusation. That's how you handle that. Now I get that you know the average guy might not have the funds to to 
do something like that but I still feel like if you know you ain't did something you deserve your day in court to prove your innocence one thing I have to agree with Esteban on as far as public outcries is concerned that's all it takes for an individual even before they're tried in a jury to go to court to lose their livelihood their position their their status in Hollywood or whatever that's that. That's the thing about the the, the public outcry that I, I do agree with him on that. Yeah, I I don't I don't necessarily disagree with that because we saw the same thing happen with um uh Jonathan Majors where those allegations came out and he was losing commercials and film opportunities and and endorsements and stuff left and right. He's still kind of recovering. He's still trying to find his way back to Hollywood. Like we ain't heard too much of nothing from him since these allegations. He he also just went to court. Uh not that long ago, like a couple of weeks ago. I'm going to have to look up and see if there's any updates with that particular trial. But I don't disagree with that. Like, I understand that the court of public opinion is a thing, but at the end of the day, that I, I feel like, again, if you know you ain't did nothing, I feel like you, you, your main concern, outside of the court of public opinion, I feel like your main concern should just be to prove your innocence. And again, I've never been in a situation like this, so I can't, I can't, you know, pretend to know what's going through your mind or how you should deal with this. I would just hope that if you know you ain't did nothing, you want your day in court to prove that you ain't did nothing or to make somebody prove or or present evidence of what they of the claim that they're making against you. And then for you to be able to have the chance to refute those claims and to, you know, make sure that whatever's being presented as quote-unquote evidence can be either explained or dismissed. Am I wrong in that? I don't know. If you want to talk about it, 513-749-1230 is the number to get on board. Um, but I want to get into some other stuff as well. Um, Oh, we had a break. I didn't know that. It was, that was quick. I'll go back to this break. And then when I come back, I'll get into some other stuff because I want to talk about Derek Chauvin. He got stabbed in the pokey. <laughs> We're going to talk about it. It's 1230 a.m. The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station.